Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Amen. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the cafe. Today we are in part two of a multi-part series on King David's instructions for praise, how we are to praise God. And he gives us instructions. And here we're picking up with a part about calling upon the name of the Lord and why that's so important. We're going to look at the Jewish people and then why it's important to call upon the name of the Lord. Let's pick it up right here. Many, many will be saved. And I'm excited for them. I'm excited for that time. I've heard I've heard it mentioned that if all the Jewish people were saved in this time, there would be no need for that next time. And so I understand there's a need for that next time. And I see uh, on TV, I see them preparing rituals, practicing rituals for the temple to be built again on the Temple Mount. Uh, And I see great evangelism happening. There's one, I think, called One for Israel, a great evangelistic organization, from what I can tell, witnessing to the Jewish people. Can I tell you the end times are near when you're seeing these things coming out, that that you're starting to see the seedlings and the beginnings of uh, the turning to the Jewish people? Guess what? The Gentiles are getting gone soon. Amen. Glory to God. They're getting gone soon. But in the meantime, the devil has blinded this world to the things of God. So they look at the calling upon God's name as foolishness, just like the preaching of the cross. They look at it as foolishness. Amen. But think about what God was able to do through David as he called upon the name of the Lord. I mean, I want you to understand that when the Bible tells us to give thanks, we should give thanks. When the Bible tells us to call upon the name of the Lord, we should call upon the name of the Lord. There is power in that. Look at the power of God on David as he called upon the name of the Lord in defeating Goliath as a young man. Did he not say this uncircumcised Philistine, he's talking about my God, I'm going to go wipe him out in the name of my God. And that's what he did. Amen. So David had power in defeating the giant that nobody wanted to face. He even had power in obedience to God. When he was running from Saul, King Saul, who wanted to kill him out of jealousy, King Saul had several, or uh, David had several chances to kill King Saul, and David didn't do it. That showed great obedience to God, and that power was by God and from God that he was able to do that. Anyone else that, you know, you're talking about kingdoms, if you look at these Old Testament times, especially in these kingdoms, the way that you became king is you wiped out the old king and everybody that went with the old king, and that's how you did it, Amen. And so for David to say, no, I won't do it. This is the man of God, the man that God appointed. That's obedience. And that's God's power in that obedience. There was even God's power for David to repent. The Bible tells us that if David had not repented after his affair with Bathsheba, he would have died. But because he repented, he lived. Well, whose power was that? That was God's power to allow him to repent. Amen. To allow him to do it. In ruling God's people, he had God's power upon him as he called upon the name of the Lord. He had God's power upon him. And anointing Solomon as his successor who builds this temple, uh, more beautiful than anything I believe that ever existed from my understanding, Solomon's temple. David, look at how much David was involved in that. He called upon the name of the Lord, and the Lord answered his prayer and gave him many resources. He was very involved in it, amen, uh, before passing on. That's David calling upon the name of the Lord and being uh, very successful and prosperous because of God's power. So do we think of David as someone special? 
Or should we not think of David as someone that called upon the name of the Lord and thus was made special? Think about that. Do we think of David as someone special or David as someone that called upon the name of the Lord and thus was made special? God knows it's because he called upon the name of the Lord. You can have God's power in your life to transform it entirely. God can help you as you call upon him. He can help you in defeating the giants in your life, in work, in school, heartache, depression, drugs, conflict, stress. God can do it. I've seen God do it. I've seen God work absolute miracles, save those that were caught up in occultism, um, deliver those that were on very, very heavy drugs like heroin, uh, opioids. I've seen him do it. Amen. Completely deliver them. Uh, and, And they were in a program that was gospel-based, Bible-based, chapel in the morning, chapel in the night. Oh, they got plenty of God's word and, and they called upon the name of the Lord and the Lord answered them, amen. And to this day, he gets all the glory for that. I've seen him deliver people from heartache. I've had heartache. I've been through depression and I called upon the name of the Lord and the Lord delivered me and he has blessed me. Oh, he has so blessed me. I could spend hours and days telling you what God's done in my life. He's been so good to me. Even stress. You know, the Bible says that when you pray to God, you will get a peace that surpasses all understanding. Hey, that that relieves that stress, amen. God's power can transform your life entirely if you let it, if you call upon the name of the Lord. His power can help you to obey the Spirit over the flesh, just as David obeyed. His power can help you obey the Spirit over the flesh. I mean, think about that. Don't you want that kind of power in your life to not turn to the fleshly desires of this world. You know, every single time I'm tempted, because we're all tempted, by the way, even the preacher, especially the preacher, how about that? Every time I'm tempted, at least almost every time that I can think of, I say, God, help me. God, help me. God, keep me on the narrow path. Lord, help me. And you know what he does, amen? And the Bible tells us that he gives us a way out, amen, when we're tempted uh, in little things and big things, whatever it may be. Uh, God's power uh, in allowing you to repent for your sins and be cleansed from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John 1, 9, paraphrased. You can go to God and and through that power, by calling upon his name, you can be cleansed from all your sins. In authority over the people that God puts in your life, he gives you power. If you call upon his name, maybe in work, maybe with a family, maybe in school, peers, you know, you're a leader on on the sports team, whatever it may be. God's power can be on you if you call upon his name. And even in wisdom of raising the next generation as God would have you to, as David raised, uh, raised Solomon to be king and to, do, to finish the job and build the temple, that kind of power can be on you. God's power is infinite. What is too hard for God? Jeremiah 32, 17. Ah, Lord, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Call upon the name of the Lord and praise and worship. It is part of it, and without it, there is no more proper praise or worship. Nothing is too hard for God. Finally, make known his deeds. Here, David says, make known his deeds among the people. When was the last time you bragged on God? Think about this. You know, David says part of praising God is making known his deeds among the people. Well, do you do that? If God's done something in your life, are you making it known to others or are you just keeping it to yourself? Now, there's nothing wrong with privately praising God in your prayer time and so forth. That's very good as you call upon the name of the Lord, but also make his deeds known among the people. Brag on God. 
can be a big thing. Okay, I'm free from cancer. Brag on God. It can be a little thing. Uh, they gave me an extra donut at the drive-thru. Brag on God. It can be a wonderful thing. Oh, uh, I just got a promotion. Brag on God. Tell someone about it. It can be um, a scary thing. Oh, uh, I'm going through a trial. Uh, my, my kid brother won't speak to me anymore. Brag on God. Say God has a plan. God is doing something. Give God the glory. Give God the praise. Talk about Romans 8.28. You have to understand, God is a God of all power. He is a sovereign God. And when we brag on God, what are we doing? We are acknowledging that sovereign power, are we not? So we are saying that, yes, you are God publicly. We're not ashamed of him, amen. And you are in control. That'll be news to a lot of people that don't, don't believe it. And our boldness will then help people that are believers share what God's done in their lives. It can be contagious, amen. And yet our, our, our talking about what God's done, our bragging on God can even win the lost because we plant the seed, God does the saving. It, people could be saying this world can't be right. You know, when you investigate this world, it can't be right. But when you look at God, you say, well, that makes sense, and that is right. And here, brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so said, God did this, this, and this for them. I need to know about this God. And as they seek God, and God opens their heart, and God saves them, you can be part of that, all from bragging on God. It shows his miraculous works in this broken world. Think about how broken the world is today. Is it not? It is the most broken I've ever seen it in my 42 years. And I'll tell you what, God's still working miracles today. Are they not more so miraculous since today is so bad? Amen. You know, they say it's the terrible time to buy a car, right? And you have someone that gets a car and it's like an amazing price. You say, how on earth they do it? That must have been God. Or it's a terrible time to get a house and someone gets a house and the Lord blesses. Uh, you brag on God or not material things. You know, you, uh, you see just so much falling away and yet a church sparks a revival and people are getting saved. Amen. And they're hitting attendance records in the midst of all of this craziness. You got to brag on God. Amen. Uh, whatever it may be, you've got to brag on God. You got to give God the glory publicly and it will be a blessing. and It'll be part of David's instructions for praising God. Make known his deeds and he will save others. I believe that. John 12, 32. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Now Christ here is mentioning the cross, amen, and, and, and the power of the cross. And as we speak on God and as we talk about what the Lord has done for us, amen, what's going to happen? It's going to draw all men unto him. So as we give him the praise and point to him, not in some cryptic way and not in some way that people will never understand and not in some way that's obnoxious and will constantly offend them though the gospel is offensive but you don't have to be overly obnoxious right but in a way that's authentic right in a way that that, that helps people understand you know someone may say casually how come you don't drink right and you could say well let me tell you about what god did in my life and i used to drink a lot and I wasn't a good person. And I would get into a lot of problems. And I, I would have all kinds of issues and all kinds of snares. And I prayed to God. And he took that desire away from me. And so that I didn't have to drink anymore. And then he filled that, that, that void in my heart with his spirit. 
And now I read the Bible and I'm at peace and I'm happy and I have zero desire to drink. And I, I benefits, I don't spend money on alcohol and I don't go into dangerous places at night and on and on. And I just love the Lord. I'm the same person Saturday as I am on Sunday. You see, you're not telling them you better get right. You know, you're just simply bragging on what God's done in your life, testifying if you would. And that opens the door for another to see that testimony and be influenced by it and look and say, you know what? God is so good. This God that this person serves, this God of Israel, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, this one that has turned his attention to the Gentiles, that is saving those, saving the whosoevers, anybody, amen, that calls upon his name can be saved, and that he desires all to be saved. He desires all to come to repentance. That God is a good God, and I want to know that God, and I'm tired of living like I'm living. It's exhausting living in sin. The wages of sin is death, and people are reaping their wages every single day, not just physically, but spiritually. So when you testify to what God's done in your life, you give him glory, people can and will be saved as you lift the Lord up. Finally here, you'll be more grateful and thankful. You'll be closer to God himself as you called upon his name, and you'll help win souls back to Christ and even backsliders to get them back on fire for God. All of this when you go to God in praise through how David instructs us by giving thanks to God, by calling upon the name of the Lord, and by making his deeds known to others. So interestingly enough, as we outwardly praise God and do these things in obedience to God, we receive much blessing, which is truly the whole core of the Bible. When we follow what God wants us to follow, he'll bless and he'll bless and he'll bless some more. Amen. Okay, that wraps it up for today. Please tune in tomorrow to hear the third part in this multi-part series on King David's instructions for praise, praising God. Oh, he is so worthy. I thank you so much for listening today. Take care, God bless, and amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119, verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee. 